In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. May begin by wishing you and your loved ones, on behalf of my family, my wife Audra and our children Peter and Henry and Anna, a very Merry Christmas. An old version of the Cherry Tree Carol says that at the birth of our Lord, the stars in the elements will tremble with glee. When St. John unfolds the mystery of the Incarnation, He, too, is trembling, trembling with awe and wonder, as he writes, And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Do you hear the hushed tones with which St. John speaks in reverence and joy, before the unfathomable mystery of God being born. I imagine his voice dropping to a whisper. Elsewhere, he speaks with the same voice of wondering joy when he writes, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and touched with our hands, Concerning the word of life, the life was made manifest, and we saw it and testified to it, and proclaimed to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and was made manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you, so that you may have fellowship with us, and our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And we are writing this, that our joy may be complete. Wondering joy is the proper mood of Christmas. How else ought we to greet the birth of the Lord except as good tidings of great joy, as joy to the world? For Christ the Lord is born for us. For unto you is born, the angel said to the shepherds, unto you, Whoever you may be, shepherd or king, Christ was born for you. And so on this Christmas Day, I want to contemplate further the joy of Christ's birth. And I want to do this by way of an old Christmas carol. The carol I have in mind is known as My Dancing Day. It is a traditional English carol, perhaps dating to before the 17th century. And unusually for a carol, it is sung in the first person, sung from the perspective of Christ. It begins like this. Tomorrow shall be my dancing day. I would my true love did so chance to see the legend of my play, to call my true love to my dance. And then the refrain. Sing, oh, my love, oh, my love, my love, my love. This have I done for my true love. 
Then beginning with Christ's nativity, the carol recounts the major events in the life of our Lord, his lying in a manger, his baptism in the river Jordan, his temptation in the desert, his controversies and his betrayal, his trial and crucifixion, his resurrection and ascension. Considering all these actions as what Christ has done for us, as falling under the heading, this have I done for my true love. All Christ does is done for us. All he does and suffers is done for us, his beloved, his true love. And as the last line of each verse of the carol puts it, everything he does is done, why? To call my true love to my dance. To call my true love to my dance. These are simple words that contain profound truths. The carol sees dimly what we often perceive the carol sees clearly what we often perceive but dimly, that we are the objects of God's love. That all people in this world, without exception, are the true love of the Lord of heaven and earth. So God loved the world, St. John says. And St. Paul echoes him, saying that Christ loved us and gave himself for us. And more astonishingly than that he loves humankind in general, you and I in particular are the objects of his love. St. Paul says elsewhere, the Son of God loved me and gave himself for me. For me gave himself for me, for you. You are, I am, for all of our unworthiness, all of our sinfulness, all of our blockheadedness, we are Christ's true love. All that Christ does, he does out of love for us, for you, for me, even me. We are to the Lord of all, my love. That is how he speaks of us. That is the good news of Christmas. Back to the carol. About his incarnation, Christ sings in the carol, Then was I born of a virgin pure. Of her I took fleshly substance. Thus was I knit to man's nature to call my true love my dance. In his mother's womb, the Son of God was made man. Heaven and earth were joined. The Word became flesh. That which was from the beginning had a beginning. God was knit to human nature. This he has done for us, his true love, so as to call my true love to my dance. Christ comes to call us to his dance. It's an image of great power and depth. You stop and think about it. Even to me, for whom dancing is something to be avoided 
in almost every circumstance. Because in the carol, the Lord's dance is a figure for the overflowing life and joy of his life, the overflowing life and joy of God. So the call to Christ's dance is a call to be caught up with our whole being into his eternal joy, to borrow a phrase from the prayer book. To join his dance is to enter into the joy of our Lord. For as Jesus says in the fourth gospel, these things have I spoken unto you that my joy, that is the joy of the eternal word, the joy that he shares with the Father and the Spirit from eternity, that my joy might be in you and that your joy might be full. Christ came that we might share in his eternal joy, in his unending dance. He came, and as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. He came that in him we might be made, as the scripture says, partakers of the divine nature that we might be united to his life, that we might share in the unfathomable joy of the life of the Holy Trinity. Christmas is an invitation to receive this infinite joy offered to us in Jesus. We, however, habitually look elsewhere seeking our heart's desire in fleeting pleasures, in so many boxes covered in flimsy paper. Commenting on this tendency of the human heart, C.S. Lewis said this. It would seem, Lewis said, that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures, fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered to us. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at sea. We are far too easily pleased, Lewis says. And being far too easily pleased, we need to be converted. We need the grace of God to transform us so that we might come to desire the infinite joy offered us in Christ Jesus. We need to learn, as St. Benedict taught, by the grace of God, to desire nothing more than the love of Christ. To learn to see Jesus with Rowan Williams as coming out of an unmeasurable depth, to see the infinity opening up behind or within him, the dwelling of the light, to learn to see Jesus as the gateway to an endless journey into God's love, to hear the Lord Jesus calling us, calling us as his true love to join his unending dance and to respond with joyful hearts. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that 
ye being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend what is the breadth and length and depth and height, to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. That is my prayer for us this Christmas time, that our hearts might thrill to hear our Lord in his nativity calling to us in love. Sing, O my love, O my love, my love, my love, this have I done for my true love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.